from the traffic center. We're beginning to see slowdown eastbound on 565 through the Greenbrier area. It really starts to stack up about I-65. It's a slow go there because of all the construction barrels. Just be careful coming through the area. If you're injured in a car accident, send your Timberlake and Lake can help. 536-0770 or law-injury.com. Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. In the Tennessee Valley, the choice is clear. It's easier here, as the savings are always greater at Honda of Decatur. You may not know it, but Honda of Decatur is the largest pre-owned dealer in the Valley. Guaranteed credit approval with prices starting at just $2,900. Most are under ten grand. Find certified Honda pre-owned as well, with financing as low as 3.9 for 72 months. The savings are always greater at HondaOfDecatur.com and on Beltline Road. Mrs. Holland thought it would be a good way to get him out of the house. You hear that? Ain't nothing sadder than an outdoor cat thinks he's an indoor cat. Well, look at here. Red Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. We got the clouds. It's already 71. Good Lord. Well, it's going to be a little sticky. We got that 80% chance of rain after lunch. Uh, John Merrill is our Alabama Secretary of State. I have uh, described him before as a human computer. I think there one time I called you a numbers nerd. How are you, my friend? <laughs> Good morning. Doing great, Fred. Hope you're well, my friend. Uh, as well as possible, I suppose. All right. So, uh, but but anxious to talk to you about this uh, federal court ruling um, in uh, regarding ballots. And I I I, I kind of joked on on my uh, post for this. Uh, you know, curbside pickups a great thing, and like for restaurants and trash and all that. Not sure I want it for my ballot. Uh, and this also involves get rid of uh, witnesses and an ID. And I mean, what's going on here? And, and with the stand? Well, Fred, you are correct in what the plaintiffs would like to see. And one of the reasons that we have pushed back against this is because with what you've just described in curbside voting, you lose chain of custody of the ballots. And that is a aspect of removing the integrity and credibility of the elections process and that's not something that we support by any stretch of the imagination uh, nor will we ever be in favor of that and furthermore it's not permissible by state law so how is it all right so so basically i mean we've been seeing some weird things happen with the federal courts lately even the supreme court's punted a couple times which has been a real head scratcher to me but 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 what's going on with this particular case because uh, again this is an obama appointee it's in the northern district uh you hope this isn't politics but uh it's kind of hard to avoid it being politics right well you would hope that the judicial officers that are involved in any type case like this would look at the law, see what the law says, and would attempt to interpret the law the way the law has been written, and then at that point make a ruling. And we were not satisfied with what was received by the judge as far as the orders were concerned. And so at that point, after consultation with our legal counsel, uh, led by Attorney General Steve Marshall and his able team, over at the Attorney General's office, we felt as though it was in the best interest of the people of the state of Alabama to appeal the case 
and it's at the 11th Circuit level now, and we're awaiting the assignment of a three-judge panel that will decide whether or not they're going to hear the case and then make a ruling on the appeal. So what does this do for the, you know, because we, what, 21 days, we have a we have this runoff election. Uh, does this complicate things there? And, uh, again, if the, if the 11th Circuit doesn't act on this, I, I, does this ruling stand until they do? Well, Fred, as you know, the ruling was designed to influence the election in three counties, Lee County, Mobile County, and Jefferson County, and those are the affected and impacted counties. And with that being said, I think it's important to note that we want what's right and best for all residents, all 4.8 million people in the state of Alabama and all 67 counties. The uh, you know for people who say there's no proof of voter fraud, uh, this is uh, this is a red herring. You're always saying there's voter fraud. There have been prosecutions in Alabama. In fact, one of our good friends Hans von Spakovsky and John Fund actually wrote a book that involved uh, one of them. I think was Green County, right years ago. But there th- we have had cases since, have we not? Well, we have, Fred. Since I've been Secretary of State, we've had. Six convictions on voter fraud. Five of those have been directly related to absentee ballot participation. And for those that say there are no proven instances or cases of voter fraud, not only are there cases, we've got convictions. And when they say, look, uh, you can't show me any voter fraud, uh, I had a member of Congress ask me that last week or two weeks ago when I was testifying before Congress. And, and look, my response to them is this. You need to go let those people out if there's no voter fraud because they're currently incarcerated, and that's where they've been assigned to serve their time because of the conviction that they were assigned after their case was heard by a jury of their peers. You know, it's interesting here because you look at all the things that, are, that we now require a photo ID. <laughs> and 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 to, to vote, you would think would just be, if you don't have a photo ID, there's a problem because that's available for free, Right. Fred, not only is it available for free, and not only do we visit all 67 counties at least one time every year providing those free voter IDs. We did a drive yesterday from 2 o'clock to 6 o'clock over in Northport at Kentuck Park. Uh, But if you can't go to the border registrar's office and get an ID, if you can't go to one of our mobile unit locations, if you can't go to one of the events, the festivals, activities uh, that we'll be working throughout the year, we'll come to your home, we'll give you a photo ID, and make sure that your needs are met. Hey, can you stick around for another segment? I want to kind of walk us through, uh, it's at the 11th Circuit, kind of walk us through what what your strategy is as far as dealing with this. And and, and, and I want to talk a little bit about this um, uh, July 14th uh, election. Um, yes, sir. And, and, and what kind of turnout you're expecting, because you're usually pretty dead on on this stuff. Like I said, he's a walking computer. Uh, John Merrill, uh, our Alabama Secretary of State, more with him coming up. WTKI Talk. Don't have time to call? Then email Fred at WTKIRadio.com. Slacker. 
with the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report. I'm Charlie Pellet. The Minnesota Timberwolves and Minnesota Lynx are cutting pay and staff due to the financial impact of the COVID-19 pandemic. The organization says it has temporarily reduced salaries for employees earning $70,000 or more annually and laid off an unspecified amount of its full-time workforce. The virus outbreak prompted the NBA to halt play on March 11th. The WNBA has yet to begin the 2020 season. Nebraska football coach Scott Frost and men's basketball coach Fred Hoiberg will donate a portion of their salaries to the athletic department's general operating fund to help offset revenue shortfalls because of the coronavirus pandemic. Frost's salary is $5 million this year. Hoiberg is set to earn $3 million. The athletic department says the amount of the donations will be determined when the 2021 budget is closer to being finalized. And that's the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report. I'm Charlie Pellet. We're all in uncharted territory looking for ways to support our communities. At Dell Technologies, we're making sure small businesses have the right tech solutions. Dell Technologies advisors are here for you from helping small businesses stay connected and productive while working remotely with Windows 10 and Microsoft Teams to rapidly deploying remote work solutions that limit upfront costs with Dell Financial Services. We're standing by you every step of the way. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Your employees and customers have new expectations when it comes to cleanliness. Cintas has the products and services you need to feel prepared. A trained Cintas technician can apply disinfectant and sanitizer spray to common surfaces. And we'll keep you well stocked with gloves, face masks, hand sanitizer, and disinfectant wipes, professional cleaning supplies, and PPE. Just a few ways Cintas can help you keep your business safe. Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. Hey, it's me, your piggy bank. Remember when you were a little kid? All the dimes and quarters in my back. Yeah, that was good times. Good times. Now lately, I gotta be honest, you've been ignoring me. Money's been slipping through your hands like a greased pig. <laughs> get it? Because I'm a... Anyway, I know how it is. Now that you get a real paycheck, it's nice to have stuff. You'll start saving money next year. Well, I hate to tell you, but good saving habits start now. Put just 20 bucks in the bank a month. Make your own coffee at home instead of that latte every morning. Brown bag it to work instead of ordering in. Those changes alone could save you thousands of dollars a year. Come on, I'm your piggy bank. We can be together again, me and you. The special times. <laughs> anyway, if you don't want me to cry anymore, feed me. Go to feedthepig.org for more ideas on how to save. Feed the pig! Org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. WTKI Talk. Like us on Facebook at WTKI and be in touch anytime. 80% chance uh, after lunch. Uh, and tonight and tomorrow. It's going to be with us a while. We'll get to 89 today. Right now we're at 71. Uh, John Merrill is Alabama's Secretary of State, uh, responsible for elections and a whole bunch of other stuff that he keeps track of. We're talking elections right now. Um, you know, I, I, you can't get it back, right? I mean, once we set this thing for July 14th, the runoff election, uh, a lot of people probably thinking we should have gone ahead and tried to get this over with, but it is what it is. Um, I, it, is it going to be, is the turnout just going to be awful or, or I, I know here we have some local races that will have some effect on it a, a little bit on both sides. 
Um, what's your sense of, of turnout for this thing? Because we got a pretty hot Senate race, but is it going to matter? We do. And, Fred, look, you know, there's a number of things that have to be considered when you're talking about where we are and how we got to where we are. You know, one of the questions you asked was about turnout. So let me address that first before I go back to how we got to exactly where we are. Um, People say, look, you're going to have record low turnout. Uh, This is going to be a disaster. And I say, no, we're not. You know, actually, in July of 2012, we had a 4% turnout. In July of 2014, we had an 11% turnout. In 2016, we had a 12% turnout. So we're going to be north of those numbers, and I'm not concerned about that. I believe that we're going to be somewhere between 18 and 21% on our turnout statewide on July the 14th. Now, talking about how we got to where we are, I won't go back and rehash the whole thing about why we actually had to suspend the election. I will tell you that in 2018, I realized there was no provision in the code or the Constitution to allow an individual or an entity to be able to change, postpone, suspend, or delay the election if it was ever necessary. So we took legislation to the House and the Senate in 2019, asked them to consider uh, putting this in the code, and I was rebuffed by a couple of members. I actually told by them, look, John, this is not something we've ever needed before. We're not going to need it now, so you know, don't even worry about this. Well, fast forward a year, and we're at the coronavirus. And then the question is, well, how are we going to do what we need to do? So I wrote a letter to General Marshall and said, look, do you believe, like we do, that Title 31-9-1 gives me, as the um, Secretary of State, the opportunity to write a letter to you to request that the governor actually be given the authority during a time of declared state of emergency to delay, postpone, or suspend the election. He agreed with me, and at that point, we knew that we needed to make a presentation to the governor. We took her a number of options. She considered them. She adopted almost everything uniformly. The date that we presented to her was July the 14th. She adopted that date. She was confident that was the only date we needed to consider, and the reason was because that is the last possible date that we could use that would not interfere with the certification process for the November 3rd general election. With that being said, uh, we started moving post-haste, and we actually extended the absentee elections process, as you know, and made it. Uh, available for more than 110 days, which was unprecedented in the history of the state. But what I did in doing that, Fred, was to invoke Title 17-11-3 that gives me, as the secretary, the prerogative to do that, but also the prerogative to assign a reason for people to vote absentee in the uh, absentee application process, which we did, and people have responded accordingly. We've been very pleased with the response that we've received in all 67 counties related to absentee applications. And we expect that people will come to the polls and be excited about doing so on July the 14th for those people that want to vote in person. 
Well, you know, you bring, you bring up an interesting point here, and I'm glad you brought this up. Um, we, we already have a mechanism for, because this was the COVID thing, too. Do we need to change the law to allow for people who have the heebie-jeebies about coming to the polls? You say within the process of absentee balloting, if, if, that, that's already there, right? If, if you're Absolutely. stretching a little bit, but it's already there, right? That, that's, yep. that's, yes, sir. So, so we don't need anything else. Um, and, you know, I, I'm weird about this, this whole, you, you have a right to vote, but I also believe you have a right not to vote. So if there's a low turnout, so be it. I mean, right? We're, we're not in a country where you have to. Right? If you don't want to, you don't have to. Right? We hope you do, but if you don't want to, you don't vote. Right? Yes, sir. It's a choice. Um, I want. All right. So walk us through a little bit. All right. So this is at the Eleventh Circuit. This 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 uh, ruling by this uh, North Alabama uh, federal district judge uh, that says you don't have to have a witness. You don't have to have two witnesses. You don't have to have an ID for an absentee ballot. You can also do the the curbside pickup thing. All of this flying in the face of the law. Um, basically, again, somebody from the bench making law, in my opinion. Uh, this is at the eleventh. Uh, when would you expect to hear something? And I guess this is asking for an emergency order, right? Well, you are correct, Fred, because we're dealing on a time crunch. It's twenty two days before the election, so we want to make sure that we get the ruling prior to that time. You ask me when it will occur, and this is what I tell you, Fred, it's just like the Bible teaches. I know the Lord's coming back, but the Bible tells me I don't know when. Well, I believe that they'll hear the case, but I don't know when. So what we've got to do is we've got to be prepared. General Marshall and his team are. Uh, They are excited about taking this to the next level because they think that we're correct, uh, just like we do in our office, and we'll continue to move forward on this until we get a resolution. Now, some people may say, well, you're looking good in the 11th Circuit because of the judges that are there. But what I want people to hear me say is this. The thing to remember is that the assignment of the judicial officers, those circuit judges that will consider the case, is not done by the presiding judge, Bill Pryor, who is the former attorney general of Alabama, the one that succeeded General Sessions when he left to become our junior United States senator in January the 3rd, 1995. Um, These assignments of the judges are done through algorithms that are in play by computer, and they determine who will hear the case. So we don't know who it might be. Yeah, so it's it's kind of a random, it's like playing the lottery, right? <laughs> in a in a weird That's way, correct. in another state too, because I I'm just not a big fan of lotteries. All right, so yes, not um, legal in Alabama. <laughs> there are other things going on though, uh, which we can't we try to control. All right, uh, I'm getting off base here. Uh, okay, so this thing uh, could or could not affect if if this does. We're running out of time here, so they would have to rule here probably within the next week for you to adjust, right? Well, Fred, regardless of what happens, we're going to be prepared and we're going to move forward with the election and we're going to make sure that we have a successful administration of the election because that's who we are and that's what we do. All right. John Merrill, our uh, our Secretary of State for uh, uh, elections and a whole bunch of other things. We've talked about all the 
other stuff you do. Uh, we're going to get you back in studio here pretty soon, and you can wear a mask if you want. We keep you socially distanced. Fred, I'll look forward to that, <laughs> and uh, I will not be wearing a mask, but I'll look forward to it. All I'm right. not a bandit, and don't pretend to be. I, 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 I have trouble breathing in those things, so I wear them for other people when I have to. So, full disclosure. John, as always, yes, we appreciate, uh, appreciate you sharing with us. And, uh, yeah, this, this was a weird ruling. We'll see how the uh, 11th Circuit does it. And I didn't know it was all random, so that's kind of interesting to know. Uh, anyway, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll chat some more before we get to November. I'm sure we will. And we'll see what happens with this uh, turnout on July 14th. I didn't know we'd had like a single-digit turnouts. That's interesting. But, uh, John, as always, we appreciate it. Thanks for sharing with us. Thank you, Fred. For the rest of us, follow the Fred Holland Morning Show on Twitter at WTKI Talk. At a report of a wreck on 20 just before the I-65 interchange, looks like traffic through that area is moving okay. In fact, it's a much better situation than it was. The branches at the Y are clean and safety measures are in place. Fitness centers, walking tracks, swimming, personal training, school-age essential worker child care, and early childhood education. YMCAHuntsville.org. Captain Nick and the Popeyes North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. Hi, this is Dr. Phil. The new coronavirus called COVID-19 is spreading in China and beyond. While CDC is working to stop the spread of the virus, we can all play a role in stopping this deadly disease. The CDC Foundation is a nonprofit organization supporting emergency response efforts in the United States and around the world. To get updates and learn how to protect friends and loved ones, find out how to help by going to cdcfoundation.org. It can warm a room. It can comfort your tired feet. It can be an inspiration piece for your entire house. Nothing says home like the perfect rug. We've all been spending a lot of time at home recently, and you've probably been looking for ways to improve the look and comfort. Pars Gallery of Fine Rugs is now reopened. Operating with your safety in mind, you can choose from Alabama's largest selection of handmade and machine-made rugs from all over the world, from small accent to palace size. All styles and designs, antique, semi-antique, and new, giving your home unique personality. Pars Gallery even offers professional cleaning, repair, and restoration with free pickup and delivery, sanitizing your rug to keep you safe. Come by our showrooms today and save big a fine rug that will create a foundation for a beautiful room. Pars Gallery on Culver Road in Mountain Brook and Whitesburg Drive in Huntsville. And online at ParsGallery.net. Pars Gallery of Fine Rugs. Adding beauty and elegance from the floor up. Hello, folks. Ed Meese here. You may remember me as President Reagan's Attorney General and his close personal friend. I'm a big fan and a strong supporter of President Trump, and I'm also a great admirer of Jeff Sessions. Jeff was an excellent U.S. attorney under President Reagan and is one of the great conservative leaders of our time. Let me clear something up. Jeff Sessions did the right thing when he recused himself from the phony Russian investigation. 
The law is clear. He had to recuse. He could not legally investigate himself or the Trump campaign. If Jeff had not recused, he would have broken the law, and the Democrats would have damaged President Trump badly. Jeff Sessions is a uniquely strong man with the integrity to do the right thing even when it's hard. This is Ed Meese, Ronald Reagan's Attorney General, urging you to keep supporting President Trump and to vote for Jeff Sessions for U.S. Senate. I'm Jeff Sessions, candidate for the United States Senate. I approve this message. Paid for by Friends of Sessions Senate Committee, Inc. When you take a deep breath, are you sure you're breathing in fresh air? I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. In just a moment, we'll talk about a dirty little problem and how you can fix it right after this. Every home has things it needs, things that need to be maintained, fixed, or replaced. The Home Depot is here to help you get it done. You can easily find what you need on our app, order it online with the push of a button, and have it brought to your door with free delivery on over a million items. We have the essentials you need, the online know-how you may need to do it yourself, and low prices that make it all possible. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. As the summer heats up, our air conditioners start working overtime. We all know it's important to keep the filter changed, but you also need to keep the evaporator coil clean as well. A dirty coil promotes mold growth, which can find its way into the very air we breathe. It can also cause your unit to work less efficiently or even freeze up. Over-the-counter spray cleaners are okay for very light cleaning, but in many cases, the coil needs to be removed for proper cleaning. That's when you call the professionals. A thorough cleaning of the coil will improve the peak operating efficiency of the unit and will help extend the life of the equipment. In the long run, it'll save you money, and that definitely will help you breathe a healthy sigh of relief. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. The smartest man in talk radio. You're going to be listening to one of the smartest people that you probably... And you know who this guy is. <laughs> it's me. He's Jim Blassingame. Thank you, sir, man. Have another. Thank you, sir, man. Have another. The small business advocate. The small business advocate. Jim Blassingame. Saturdays at 2 on WTKI Talk. Slow down, buddy. This ain't Talladega. And that race car driver's number on your back window, you ain't him. Truth is, just 10 miles over the speed limit and your chances of killing someone are four times higher. So forget the number on your window and memorize the one on that orange prison jumpsuit. Stop speeding before speeding stops you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-413-1391. That's 1-800-413-1391. 1-800-413-1391. Call now. Mrs. Holland thought it would be a good way to get him out of the house. Now all her friends have to hear his opinions, too. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. So if you're heading east this morning on 72, you're going to probably encounter fog over in Jackson County in that direction. You haven't seen any here, but we still played flat and scrugs. 
because it was a foggy morning, at least somewhere. Uh, but if you're heading that way, be careful. Uh, we have an 80% chance in the forecast today, and we'll get to 89. And, uh, yep, it's going to rain the next couple of days, and then we'll get a good weekend again. It works out. Uh, Peggy Little is a Senior Litigation Counsel at uh, New Civil Liberties Alliance. And I, I, I kind of joke with one of your colleagues, I think, last week about uh, you guys have kind of picked up where this, the, the, the ACLU has kind of dropped the ball, I think. Huh? That's our mission. All right, so so tell so tell me about this case. I it's is it right? I, I, we never we were offered the show and we never took it for other reasons. Uh, is it? It's Ray Lucia, right? Isn't that the way you say his name? Or is it Lucia? Correct. Ray, Ray Lucia. No, it's Lucia. Yeah, it's he. Lucia. Uh, this guy was a financial guy, and he had a radio show. And uh, as happens. Uh, he's also creator of the buckets of money retirement plan, and you know this kind of get the, the, you get the you get the graying of the line sometimes. But this is one of those cases yet again where we have agencies that you and I don't get to vote for are making laws that Congress has abdicated to these agencies, and yet again here's a guy caught up in a big web, right? Correct, and for such a minor, and by the way, um, undefined charge. So, so he basically, uh, and I guess this is what some of these agencies do. Look, we have some good public servants out there, but we have kind of created our own mess here uh, by allowing our members of Congress to not be, I think, more on the case. And, and all three of our agencies, you know, the executive branch has its problems. Judiciary has its problems. We know that from some of the rulings lately by the Supreme Court. Uh, and, and then, of course, Congress abdicating to these people we have no control over um they kind of they can outlast you because it's your attorneys and their attorneys (laughs) and they have limitless power i guess right yes they have limitless power um the um charge ray was uh, uh charged with by the enforcement staff of the sec has never been the subject of any law any rule or regulation and the takeaway in his particular case is how disproportionate and um, punitive his uh, his administrative proceeding was um, for such a minor, undefined, uh, alleged uh, violation. And I stress the alleged. So what did they say he did, and 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 how do you how do you not apply? So you can go after somebody without any law. There's no law to back it up, but we just think you're a bad guy. That's it, right? You you can go after someone, and they do in the administrative state after someone for which there is no law, no rule, or regulation. Sometimes it doesn't exist as, at all, as, as in Ray's case. Sometimes it's issued as quote guidance unquote which is something the agency promulgates and then seeks to enforce, and yet it was published as guidance and not something that is binding on outside parties. Nonetheless, these agencies will bring charges against people and uh, have a surprisingly high success rate of doing so. So why, how did we get here? I mean, it, kind of walk us through it, why people should care. Because I, I guess if it happens to Ray, it could happen to anybody, I, I guess is the point here. Happened to anybody for almost nothing. The charge against him was that he used in some of his, uh, by the way, a minuscule portion of his promotional materials, the word backtest. 
this word is commonly used throughout the financial planning industry. It very often has assumptions about his um, interest rates, and it will combine that with historical um, stock performance, which is what he did, which is what many people in the financial planning do. In fact, um, many other uh, businesses in that field use even more aggressive or bolder assumptions than he ever did. Nonetheless, in 2010, as part of a um, routine examination, which the SEC does with various uh, financial uh, advisors and financial planners, they said they didn't like his term, backtest. Now, he'd been using that for years. His promotional materials had been approved for years. But not being one who wants to offend such a powerful agency, he immediately, and I stress immediately, pulled those materials, stopped using the word backtest, and figured the problem was solved. Not so. Two years later, he is charged. With that, he is he's told it's a 10B5 violation, which is security fraud. The day the SEC came out with his press release, there were reams of reporters surrounding his office. It was all over the TV and radio news. And within a, an extremely short period of time, the damage to his business was enormous. He lost his radio deals, his TV deals. Um, he became essentially a radioactive guy fighting the SEC. And his fight, round one, and I um, stress there's only there's several rounds to his fight, but his first fight with the SEC lasted six years and cost him over a million dollars in incurred fees. Oh, Lord. Now, he eventually, I, I guess this got to the Supreme Court, and he won, right? He sure did. <laughs> Ray is a remarkably tenacious and honorable man, and he he knew, and actually um, his, he was well, very well represented by his lawyers. They knew that the ALJ, and that's known as an administrative law judge, had no power to sit on his case in the first place. Now, administrative law judges are a huge problem and something the public needs to understand. They are prosec- they are judges that are appointed by the prosecutor, the agency. So you get hauled into a court where your judge reports to your prosecutor. Yeah, that'll work That's out well. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, in his case, <laughs> imagine that. It didn't work out so well. He he got a particularly um, notorious uh, administrative law judge who slammed him uh, for this minor use of the term backtest, um, which he hadn't used in two years when the proceedings started. He slammed him with a lifetime bar from being a uh, financial advisor in the, in his chosen profession. They slammed he and his company with $300,000 in fine. They forbade him to associate with anyone within the financial industry, including his own son. And in the very opinion that the administrative law judge issued, that judge said, because backtest doesn't meet the definition of backtest that I have defined today, I'm holding him responsible. So even in the very opinion, this biased administrative law judge who reports to his prosecutor admits he adopted a definition of that test that day, so it's retroactive. 
So what? So so and this ends up at the Supreme everything. Court. He ends up because we're. I want to kind of summarize this. He gets Supreme Court. He yes. wins uh, this case in 2012. And it, so where are we now? And 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 well, what's the lesson learned here? Well, where we are now is that his prize for winning at the U.S. Supreme Court was that he got sent back to another trial before. What the Supreme Court should said should be either an administrative law judge properly appointed or the commission itself, because the SEC itself can try these cases. Right. Instead, the SEC decided to put him before a different administrative law judge whose appointment was still unconstitutional. And here's the kicker. The SEC through the Department of Justice, argued at the U.S. Supreme Court that the the administrative law judges were still unconstitutional because they are protected from removal by multiple layers of tenure protection, which means they're out of control of the executive. So we have bigger problems here. Hey, could you hang on a second? I want to I want to dig a little further here and how people people need to pay attention to this stuff. I'm more with Peggy Little, Senior Litigation Counsel, New Civil Liberties Alliance. Hang on. On the Law, Saturday nights from 9 to midnight on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. I reckon Decatur, Mountain View, and Hickory Hill, they were looking at one westbound on 565 east of Zurich Road, had a vehicle end up in the median. Is the mask and hose keeping you awake? Dr. Sandman is offering $500 off the Somnodent, an easy-to-use oral device, insurance approved for sleep apnea and for snoring. 350-CARE or RandallSandlin.com. Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand and you care about your credit, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-489-7204. 489-7204. That's 800-489-7204. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19. Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation. Commission license number DC32. Establishment of a plan may adversely affect the individual's credit rating or credit scores. Non-payment of debt may lead creditors to increase finance charges or collections activity, including litigation. My name is Latoy Adams. I served in the Army, being with Paralyzed Veterans of America. They have showed me so much is possible. I'm Sean Castle, served in the United States Army. I went from laying in the hospital bed dying to being a professional wheelchair basketball player. And it started with that one moment where there's life. I am unstoppable because Paralyzed Veterans of America is by my side. We, we are unstoppable. Learn more at pva.org. 
Hello, I'm Jason Banks, a neurosurgeon at the Spine and Neuro Center here in Huntsville. Did you know your spine is made up of bones, discs, and an intricate design of nerves? Sometimes abnormalities occur that may cause pain, numbness, and even weakness in your arms or legs. Your spine is more than just bones. Our neurosurgeons can treat the nerves in addition to the bones. Take the first step toward finding a treatment plan that's right for you. Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. Our customers trust us to take them to the next level in business process automation. Lyosi Group President Nick Lyosi. Our next level team researches real solutions. Human resource, digital signage, and workflow software. For our customers, the return on investment is immediate. Our team holds your hand through the transition and stays with you. Doing the right thing. Drake Avenue and at LyosiGroup.com. The Humidor Pipe Shop is a great place to hang out with friends, enjoy a good smoke, and people that appreciate pipe tobaccos, cigars, good friendly atmosphere. You can smoke inside. The camaraderie of sitting around here and just visiting with friends and enjoying a nice cigar. It's amazing the number of business transactions that you'll see occur in here. I enjoy coming down here. It's the only place you can really come to go smoke a cigar, buy it, smoke it here, hang out with the guys, catch up on a day's politics. The Humidor Pipe Shop, Memorial Parkway Southwest, now open Sundays, noon to 6. Listen online to WTKI Talk at WTKIRadio.com. Peggy Little is uh, Senior Litigation Counsel, New Civil Liberties Alliance. You got this guy, Ray Lucia, former radio host, also had a TV, uh, had some TV shows, and uh, is an investment guy, gets hauled before an administrative law judge over something he rescinded because the SEC said they didn't like it. They charged him with it. The Supreme Court knocks it down. Now he's, now he's before this whole administrative law judge system again. And uh, Peggy, that's the problem, right? Uh, the, these 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 guys are appointed by the prosecution. You're almost dead before your case gets going, and that's the warning you're you're pushing out here, right? Correct. The Wall Street Journal did some um, very uh, important reporting that you have a much higher chance of being convicted by an administrative law judge than you do in federal court. In some agencies, such as the FTC, it's a 100 percent chance in uh, the SEC and other agencies it's in the very high 80 or 90 percent. So you really don't have a chance once you are brought into those proceedings. So how do we change it? And again, I guess this is back to Congress, right? They've they've given these agencies uh, the opportunity to make laws as they go, right? It's congressional delegation, and worse, it's congressional delegation of the powers that belong to a separate branch, and that's adjudication, which should be in the federal courts. So how so did we just get here over time and this is finally rearing its ugly head because uh with you guys the second case I've heard where you know we we've had an agency kind of run amok here uh, is this this well, just permeates the federal government It does in fact if Ray had played this out and had not settled and and still won on the constitutional points, he would have had to try his case three times before he was before a body that even had the power to rule in his case. I think the other thing that, um, and people should understand, they are ten times more likely to be drawn into an administrative proceeding than they are into federal court. Another takeaway, if you study his case as I have well over this period of time, what strikes me is the disproportionality 
Ray just settled his case for $25,000. He can immediately apply for readmission. <laughs> for this, they have um, destroyed his business. He's had to incur over a million dollars in fees and tried to protect the civil liberties and constitutional rights of all Americans. The um, comparison between the nature of the violation, which was never a defined crime, and the minuscule penalties that it ended up settling for should strike every American as uh, a case of government administrative power run amok. All right, Peggy, we appreciate it. Peggy Little, Senior Litigation Counsel. Uh, keep an eye on them. We'll talk to them some more. New, liberal, uh, new Civil Liberties Alliance. They're picking up the ball here. Big government, you just heard about it again. <laughs> Inspiration without all that screaming, because it's all about the gin and juice. How Fred Holland starts his mornings. WTKI Talk. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Payments company Wirecard now admits the $2 billion it can't find never existed. The business based in Germany processes payments for Visa, MasterCard, and many others. It's hired an investment bank to deal with its creditors as it investigates. It's also looking into selling or closing parts of its operation. Its chief executive stepped down on Friday. Wirecard has been under scrutiny since a whistleblower claimed the company took part in a web of sham transactions. Royal Caribbean uses Wirecard to process some crew payments, though a spokesman says crew pay is not at risk. Krispy Kreme is coming to your local Walmart. The company will be selling packaged bite-sized donut bits and mini crawlers. Krispy Kreme will also be introducing special seasonal flavors at Walmart. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in you. You're more focused than ever on keeping your employees and customers safe. Cintas has the products and services you need to feel prepared. Our Cintas technicians can apply our disinfectant and sanitizer spray throughout your facility. Our ultra-clean service for restrooms uses a sanitizer effective against certain germs, bacteria, and viruses. And we'll help you stay well-stocked with hand sanitizer, face masks, and essential PPE. Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. Had a minor accident in Decatur, Mountain View, and Hickory Hill. Should be wrapped up. Had a vehicle pointing the wrong way westbound on 565 just east of Zert Road. Most of that, though, was off in median. Expert heart care backed by advanced technology. When you need cardiac care, you need the heart doctor. Dr. Randall Burns and the team at Huntsville Heart Specialist, Bob Wallace Avenue. I'm Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threat. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed. Also, the Army National Guard's education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. 
Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time, close to home, by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Tradition at Stanley's is a little something different for everybody. The meatball, ham and Swiss, the pizza sub, steak combo, turkey, tuna subs, Italian cold cut, vegetarian, the kitchen sink, hot or cold, they all have one thing in common, fresh baked bread. And don't forget those great sides, fried pickles, fried green tomatoes, hot stuffed peppers, mushrooms, onion rings and fries. Huntsville's original sub, Stanlio's, Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue and Governor's Drive just west of First Baptist Church. Follow Stanlio's on Twitter for weekly specials. with Jim Bohannon, weeknights at 9 on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. And they're into the stretch of the Belmont, and tis the law has taken charge. Set down to the final furlong by Matty Franco. Tis the law's got a two-leg lead. Dr. Post has moved up on the outside into second. Pneumatic is third, but it is the New York hero, Tis the law, and Matty Franco to win the Belmont Stakes. They it's, took it by four lengths. It's they- all screwed up because the Belmont's the last yeah. leg of the Triple Crown, and mm-hmm. it's actually the first race to run. Yeah, even How the horses, weird. even the horses are confused. Yeah, you know, so. But tis the law. He's a uh, a homeboy from New York. Wins at Belmont, so not a, not a bad wow. deal. So they're still planning to have, I guess, the Kentucky Derby yeah. and the Preakness, right? The, the Triple Crown is possible for tis the law, and uh, they're coming as the weeks uh, come at us. So it's just one of those things where they just had to kind they're of re- stretch it out too. They said they were going to leave. Uh, there's going to be a lot of more time between the races, yeah, so that could be. That could be interesting because the horses will react accordingly, right? Yeah, they're used to routine. Yeah. Daily to, you know. bizarre? You know, you think, oh, you're just going to pick a horse out of a stall, making him run for a minute and a half. No, he he knows or she knows. They know know what what the next race ought to be. That's right. You know, it's kind of bizarre. Just like people, we like routine. Uh, today's an interesting anniversary, 1944. Uh, many of us have, have gotten the advantage of this. Uh, Franklin uh, Roosevelt. Uh, President of the United States at the time signed the GI Bill, unprecedented act designed to compensate returning uh, um, GIs from World War II. It, it was uh, it was enhanced a little bit along the way, and by the time I came in, uh, it had. Uh, I mean, there, there were some. You know, you you get a VA guaranteed mortgage, and you I bought my first house on a VA loan, actually, and uh, spent ten good years in college. Hey, <laughs> well, they only give you they only give you four, but I, I used say, it up. I used it up over ten years. They must so. have cut you off somewhere, or at least they, they kind of like the horse races. They kind of just stretched yeah. them out a little bit there. So that was another one of those things that uh, anyway, uh, the GI Bill has been around. It's had a few little changes along the way, but uh, over fifty years, the impact of the GI Bill was enormous. Twenty million. Veterans and dependents using just the education benefits, 14 million home loan guarantees. So, uh, anyway, uh, and then they, like I said, there have been some, uh, millions of Americans who have taken advantage of the GI Bill. How about Gerald Ford? How about, uh, George H.W. Bush? Al Gore? Johnny Cash? Ed McMahon? Paul Newman? Clint Eastwood were all benefited from the GI Bill, just so you know. 
Yeah, a lot of the <laughs> actors and actresses as well, they spent time in the military and they uh, had access to the same stuff our regular Joes had. So, By the way, this is at history.com for those of you who want to. Uh, so, you know, I've had people question my sources lately. And I'm going, I stand by the sources because I always try to source them. So there you go. It's from Fred, my case. It's from Fredpedia or, or something. Fredpedia? Like. Yeah. No, but we do. You know, you got to be careful relying on Jimmy sometimes. We've learned that yeah. over time. Well, so you got to be careful. Anybody can step in and start editing in there. So they sure uh, can. Yeah, that's so what happens. I, I go to the sources that uh, that that I would. Uh, I, you know, if you go to a site and you read some of the other stuff that's there, yeah. you'll get an idea whether it's legitimate or not. Mm-hmm. So, well, no guarantees. As, that's why I always try to cite sources. Like Mr. Ed said, a source is a source, of course, of course. Yeah, we're back to horses again. It always comes back you to You always Ed. bring it full circle. Yeah. Poor Ed. Wilbur. <laughs> is there anything wrong with Mr. Ed? I'm just, I'm just trying to, to prepare. We've gotten rid of Eskimo pies and the use of the word. It's in Duluth, Minnesota, where apparently they've ruled that no longer, because they have, like, the chief chief of police and the fire chief. Mm-hmm. I guess they're going to have to call them something else. Hey, I boss. Don't know. Hey, boss. Yeah. Boss I don't know police. what they call them. They probably won't like that word. We're, we're, this is the silly. I thought we were in the silly season. We really are in the silly it's season. It's a full-time job. We're now. full-time silly season yeah. now. Have a wonderful day and stay dry. All you people care about is honesty and integrity. You're despicable. WTKI Talk. For decades, Bob Davies at Davies Auto Service Center has been taking care of our personal and company vehicles. And I've mentioned this many times. Bob shoots you straight. What kept me coming back all those years was the things Bob said we didn't need yet. And when we did need a major repair, Bob was reasonable. Another thing from Davies Auto Service Center you're not going to get from other auto repair shops? One-year warranty on parts and labor. You like what you drive. You want to keep it on the road. Maybe you're shooting for that mileage milestone. And besides, it's cheaper than a car payment. So call Bob Davies at Davies Auto Service Center, the Blue Building, 10th Avenue and Triana Boulevard, between Bob Wallace and Governor's Drive in Huntsville. Davies Auto Service Center, 256-534-2704. That's Davies Auto Service Center, 256-534-2704. Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day. WTKI Talk, 1450 AM at 105.3 FM.